WFM 91.7. Day of broadcast here at WFM 917. It's now seven minutes gone past the 10 o'clock mark here at WFM 91 Fantastic 7, Nigeria's first radio station for women and their families. Welcome. How's your day coming, by the way? Uh, my name is Junior Timothy Crown, and it's about time for Radio Doctor, my favorite program on radio. I mean, I'm chiefly interested in the program Radio Doctor because I do believe that your health is everything. Your health is like a um, is is like a blanket in which every other thing rests. I mean, you need to be healthy to be wealthy. You need to be healthy to chase every other thing, and that's why the program. Radio Doctor was put together for you. If you're joining the program for the first time and wondering which one be Radio Doctor again, once again, it is your free health consultation program where Radio Doctors advise real people. I know it sounds too good to be true, but it's so true because it's Nigeria's first specialized health program where medical doctors consult for free and advise on radio. On your women radio specifically, Radio Doctor is broadcast from 10 a.m., to 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Once again, welcome. Today, Women's Health on Radio Doctor is supported by ACT Foundation. And my name is Chinyere, Timothy Crown. Our Radio Doctor today is Dr. Abosede Leo. She is the Chief Medical Director ORB Women's Clinic. Now, you can be a part of the program, definitely. I'll be reeling out the numbers in a heartbeat. But if you have been listening to the program, Radio Doctor, if you have been following, because some people will say, listen, I've been listening to Radio Doctor for a long time. I'd love to hear from you how the program has impacted you purposefully. I'd really love to hear from you. 0703-1756537. Numbers to send your SMS or WhatsApp message. 0703-1756537. For those who are saying, Chinyiri, I don't have airtime. Don't worry. I'm going to send you small credits. That for Naira, you must send this message. 0703-1756537. Numbers to send your WhatsApp message and SMS to. If Radio Doctor has blessed your life in any capacity, we'd love to hear from you. Now, if you think the program can serve you better, if you think of ways that we can use the program to serve you better, we'd also love to hear from you. 0703-1756537, numbers to send your SMS and WhatsApp message too. All right, so get your pen, get your paper, tell your friend, tell a friend to tell a friend, because it's all, always very informative here on Radio Doctor. I'll go straight to my doctor this morning. Good morning, Dr. Abosade. How are you doing? Hello, I'm doing fine. How are you doing today as well? Very well. Great to have you. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be here, Junior. Right. Yeah. So, Dr. Abosede Lewu is the Chief Medical Director, ORB Women's Clinic, and today she will be consulting and advising on menopause, the myth and realities of menopause. Remember, Women's Health on Radio Doctor is supported by ACT Foundation. The phone lines will be open shortly for you to call in and ask your questions. 0700-917-917, 0700-917-917. Remember to keep the conversation civil here on WFM 91 Fantastic 7. 10 minutes gone past the 10 o'clock mark, and let's, let's get right into the program. Remember, you can also send in your, your contributions uh, on to our social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at WFM 917, or you can log on to our website, www.wfm917.com, to listen live from any part of the world. Women's Health on Radio Doctor is sponsored, supported by ACT Foundation. All right, Dr. Bosade, let's get right into it. Menopause has a lot of, um, you know, a, a lot of meat around it, uh, but I'd love you to give 
a very uh, hands-on, I'll say layman's approach to what menopause is about, really. Okay, so thank you once again for having me on. Um, um, I was so excited when you, when we kind of decided that menopause was something we should talk about because just like a lot of issues that affect women's health, menopause is a lot of uh, menopause has a lot of secrecy shrouded around it or slicing nonchalance. And women are supposed to learn about menopause when they get into menopause. So um, I, I like to say that women's lives exist in decades, and um, menopause itself. I don't like to say it's the end of something. It's the beginning of another phase for a woman. So, but if in layman's terms, how do we understand menopause? Menopause is something we diagnose after it has happened. So a woman is said to be menopausal when she, has, when she looks back and she has not seen a period for one year. So that's how you sort of know. And then, of course, remember, we're not talking about women that are pregnant, women that are breastfeeding. But a woman that she has gone into... Um, a place where I used to see my period and suddenly I didn't see this month and then before you know it, it's a one year and then there has been no period. The woman is said to have gone into, I mean, most times spontaneous menopause that happens on its own. Yes, I can hear you. All right. Thank you so much for your thoughts. Remember, you can be a part of the conversation here on WFM 917. The program is Radio Doctor. Call us on 07000-917-917-0700-917-917. Send us an SMS or WhatsApp message on 703 0703-175-6537. 0703-175-6537. All right, for the benefit of those who are just joining in, the program is Radio Doctor, and we're talking about menopause, the myths and the realities uh, surrounding menopause. Uh, Dr. Abosade has said the topic is shrouded in a lot of, um, I'll say incongruence. I mean, I mean, people have their diverse, um, you know, uh, you know uh, diverse approach to menopause. But if, if menopause is seen as a natural decline in reproductive hormones when a woman reaches a certain age, mm -hmm. Do you think, say, between 40 and 50, do you think some people would rather describe menopause as contextual? Because even when a woman, sometimes women who are 50, past 50, still have babies. Yes. Again, it goes, it goes back to what, what we understand as menopause. So we cannot always assume that every woman gets into menopause naturally because there's a decline in reproductive function. We should also remember that there are women that go into menopause suddenly. It could be from surgery, it could be from trauma. Like if anything happens to a woman's ovary, regardless of their age, they can go into menopause. Now, menopause in itself, so, so for, for women to for us to understand menopause better, let me kind of divide it into the phases that a woman goes through. So you go through the place where you achieve menarche, that's when you've started seeing your period. And then you also go into a phase where you are fully reproductive. And then for most women, the time they approach their late 30s and they are now in their 40s. We're now in a zone called perimenopause. You are now around menopause. And then this can last between I mean, different duration for different women, five to 10 years. And then a woman says, okay, maybe my period started becoming more scanty. It's not as regular as before. My flow is now not much. The interval is long. Sometimes two, three months, I don't see my period. And then after a while, the two, three months, she now says, okay, maybe that's what has been happening for the last two years. And now these three months became six months, became nine months, became one year. So she looks back and she's like, oh, I've not seen my period for like a year and a half. I'm deaf. I became menopausal six months ago as far when it was 12 uh, months after I had not seen my period. Now, it differs from woman to woman. 
So some people, in fact, it differs from sometimes people use countrywide differences. Like for the US, they say the average age of menopause is 51. For Nigeria, they say it's 48, 49. But you find that the, the only indication of menopause that we seem to focus on is ability to have children. So if a woman is still menstruating at 51, 52, because remember that it's a range. Some people, their menopause come in their late um, 40, some come in their early 50s. At least I, I know I've met women that are still menstruating at 53, 54. So, so for some women, because their period, they've been in perimenopause for like 10 years, their period will do three months these days. Um, same for, for a cycle, six months, they will see it again. They do have breakthrough ovulation before, before they become fully menopausal. So if you find a, 50, a woman in her 50s that is regularly menstruating, she, even though the chance is very slim, she can still conceive. If you find a woman that has not fully become menopausal, but maybe she has not seen it for like 10 months, maybe that 11th month that she will ovulate and then have the baby. And then also another thing that is now common is uh, with the advent and improved um, science around artificial reproductive technology, uh, women that are menopausal are also embracing that as a way of... Um, becoming mothers like giving birth so it could be any of those things that will happen for you to see like an older woman um getting pregnant right all right it's now 16 minutes gone past the 10 o'clock mark and wondering what this is i mean this is radio doctor is your first uh, uh you know the first program where we bring real doctors here live to attend to all of your medical needs. We'd love to hear from you on 07000-917-917, 07000-917-917. Women's Health and Radio Doctor is supported by the ACT Foundation. All right, let's get straight to the phone lines now and see who uh, our caller is. Hello, good morning. Good morning. What's your name and where are you calling from? Um, uh, What's your name again? Thank you for your call. Let's have your question. Thank you so much, Oluwa, for your 
uh, for your question, um, uh, Dr. Abosede would uh, respond to, uh, to that immediately. Just stay on, on, on the line or keep listening to radio uh, so that you can get all of the clarity that you need. Thank you so much. All right, have a great day. All right, uh, Dr. Abosede. So, um, Oralua is one of our callers and uh, she has, you know, laid her complaint. She's 17. Uh, since so she started seeing her period, it comes three three times in a year. But as of this year, she hasn't seen her period at all. She's worried. Her parents are worried. She wants to know if this is menopausal. Or what, what name should she call it? <laughs> so I, I think she should call it. No, I know she should call it amenorrhea. So normal cycle is expected to be, maybe you see your period between every normal, every 21 days um, to every 35 days. Now, for some women, for one reason or the other, for one medical condition or the other, their intervals are longer. So for someone like her, she's definitely, um, she has moved from oligomenorrhea to amenorrhea if she has not seen it in like six months, you said. So she should definitely be evaluated for it. So what would interest me as a gynecologist would be what age did she start seeing a period? Well, uh, because again, for a lot of young girls, when they start seeing their period, if the initial teaching was that it takes about two years for them to settle into like a regular cycle. But recent research is now beginning to show that for some women, it can take them as much as six years for them to settle into the regular cycle. So she's 17. So let's say she started menstruating 14 or even 13. Is it that she has not settled into a regular cycle? Other things that would interest me is what's her lifestyle? Is she a very athletic child? What is her weight like? And then um, again, is she on the big side? Is she on the small side? Now, also in our case, family history is very important. What is our mom's menstrual pattern like? What are our sister's menstrual pattern like? Because even though she's 17, we may, there are girls we categorize. So let's say she doesn't fit into any of these criteria. Is this an early onset um, or uh, someone that is at risk of having some hormonal disorders? And then maybe from now, she can sort of do some quick modifications to, to tackle it. So I will want to know those questions. So all those questions need to be answered for us to be able to determine um, what the cause of the amenorrhea is. So we won't call our own menopause. We will call it um, amenorrhea. Okay, so uh, Dr. Bosse, she had mentioned into earlier that she started seeing her period at 13. Okay, so so she's four years into her cycle. Right. So assuming that there was nothing wrong, after evaluating her and we can't find any pathology, we can say, okay, maybe you're one of those girls that don't settle into your cycle, into a regular cycle early. Or it could also be that there's a bit of hormonal disorder here and there that needs to be corrected for her to be seen her menstrual cycle regularly. However, six months, whatever the case may be, six months is too long for her not to menstruate at all. So she needs to be evaluated by a gynecologist immediately. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Abosadile, for your thoughts. Uh, well, I'm sure you heard the doctor. If you need some more clarity, do send us a message to 0703 one seven five six five three seven. I'll head straight to the phone lines now and take some more calls. Hello, good morning. Okay, hello. Okay, good to have you. I'm I'm, I'm glad you called back. The doctor asked a few questions. Did you get those questions, or you want her to repeat? Yes, I, I did. Okay. I did. All right. Okay, so I started my treatment when I was fifteen. I'm I'm very young. I don't have I don't have a sister. I'm I'm very young. I'm 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 I
Or just down the line, uh, Dr. Abotere, did you hear her? No, I'm, I don't know why I can't hear <laughs> her. All right, I'd appreciate if you speak up. Can you speak up a bit? So I said, um, so I said, 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 I Also asked if you've had a conversation with your mother to ascertain her menstrual pattern. can send us an SMS with, you know, some of those uh, questions or responses, uh, sorry, questions or your concerns so that uh, I can read it out to the doctor effectively because it sounds a bit muffled. I can, I'm, I'm struggling to hear you as well, but thank you so much for, uh, for your call. We'll definitely answer all of your questions. Thank you so much. All right, keep the calls coming in, 07,917, 917, numbers to call to be a part of the conversation this morning. I'll go straight to my doctor this morning, Dr. Abosade, to uh, to take some of those questions from um, from the caller. All right. So she said she started seeing her menses. I, I had 13 before, but she said 14. She's not on the big side. Uh, on the big side, uh, she's the only girl out of three children, so she doesn't have sisters with, you know, if she has to track the patterns now to her siblings. Um, she also said, um, you know, she she eats well, she eats clean. So it's it's not a matter of maybe her nutrition or any sort of thing, but she's just deeply concerned as to what this this may be. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, just to reiterate what I said before, she's three years into menstruation. So it, again, it's not something that you can make an assumption. Oh, don't worry, it may be nothing. It is more of she, if she's fully evaluated and there's nothing found on history, examination and investigation then we can tell her that it's possible that your ovulate your, your ovulation itself has not yet settled down because that means she has only been menstruating for three years for some before we used to say it takes one or two years but recent studies is now revealing that for some girls it takes them in fact some as much as eight years to even settle into having a regular cycle so for her it's not just to historically know um, it's just to fully evaluate her and find out what the cause is. And if there's nothing wrong to reassure her as well. But this, remember she said she wasn't seeing it for three months. Maybe she's not been seeing it for six months. So what are the other questions I'm going to be asking her? And what are the, there could be some physical changes on her that I will see, that I will start to think, okay, could there be another hormonal um, disorder that is not allowing her to menstruate frequently? And in, the, in that case, from evaluation, we'll decide, is this something we should assist her with so that we can regularize her cycle? 
um, or not. But this is something that requires her being seen in person and evaluated. Um, but it's not something I can just say, oh, don't worry, you're 17, it's going to get better, it's going to get worse. Right. It doesn't work like that. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Abosidi, for your thoughts on that. It's now 27 minutes gone past the 10 o'clock mark, and the program is Radio Doctor here, WFM 91 Fantastic 7, Nigeria's first radio and only station for women and their families. The program is Radio Doctor. It's your free health consultation program where we doctors advise real people. It is Nigeria's first specialized health program where medical doctors are brought here on radio for you to consult for free and advise you on your health. Remember that Women's Health on Radio Doctor is supported by ACT Foundation and my guest this morning is Dr. Abosede Leo. She's the Chief Medical Director ORB Women's Clinic and we are considering menopause, the myth and the realities. You can send in your contributions and you, you know, and your concerns also to our social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube at WFM 917 or you could log on to our website at www.wfm917.com to listen live from any part of the world. I head straight to our phone lines now and take some more calls. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Oh dear, we missed that. Call us on 07,917-917-07,917-917. All right, I'll go straight to my doctor now, uh, still talking about menopause. What are the different stages of menopause, Dr. Leo? Uh, okay, so I think I touched on it a bit, which is why I said that it's the perimenopause. So again, so if I'm to, you know, if I'm to explain this, is to say that when, when we are in our full reproductive um, functionality, we, secret, we, we ovulate, we menstruate, we produce um, hormones, especially estrogen. Estrogen is very central in um, menopause. So as a woman gets older, um, she enters into a phase of perimenopause where the estrogen now begins to reduce. So that is when you start hearing that, oh, this woman is, um, me, my period used to be five days, and now it's kind of like three days. It's scanty. I use less sanitary materials now. And um, I, I feel like my period is sort of packing up to go. But and, So that's perimenopause. But another thing that women kind of overlook in, in all these stages is it is not only your period that lets you know that menopause is, is coming. So for some women, it's about beginning to experience joint pain um, because estrogen also helps us to support all of this bone pain and like osteoporosis may start to set in. For some women, it's in the heat intolerance and people start, they begin, they begin to manifest with sleep disorders. Um, some begin to find out that even their sexual life, some may have change in libido, which sometimes could be loss of libido. Um, some begin to find it difficult to... Um, have vaginal lubrication. So you start hearing some of them saying, I'm, I'm beginning to feel like a bit of discomfort when I meet with my partner. Mm -hmm. So these are things that start to happen in perimenopause. And like I said, menopause itself is something you look back at and find out that you have entered. So we kind of categorize that, okay, that is also another stage. Then if there is now the post-menopause, like, okay, I've not seen my period for 12 months. This is the second year of not seeing my period for 12 months. This is the third year. So when we put them, that's how we categorize them. And then the symptoms sort of vary from women to women. So you hear women talking about hot flushes where they're extremely hot. You hear people talk about irritability. Um, some talk about bumping, memory loss, um, poor sleep. So, and then, you know, some women don't present with all of that. Some have very mild symptoms. But some women is very, very, um, it's very destructive for their quality of life. And then we find that when a woman is now fully postmenopause, for a significant number of women, 
um, within three to five years, they sort of settle down. So all those symptoms that seems to have been a lot during the immediately the web menopausal, their body adjusts and some of them become better. But for some, they do need assistance before they get, or some sort of therapy, medications, support for them to be able to navigate um, the menopause and the menopause. So if I'm going to categorize, I'll say peri or pre-menopause, perimenopause or menopause, menopause and then post-menopause. All right, thank you so much. So I am going to ask you, but before that, let me take this call. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. What's your name and where are you calling from? Yeah, this is uh, I'm calling you right now from the Lagos State Teaching Hospital in Nigeria. Thanks for calling. Well, I'm a patient, okay? But right now, I have retired outside the country for further treatment. I'm a patient of chronic oxomalitis. Um, according to my doctor now, they have done muscle on the road before, and it was more, I mean, the, the, the post that is coming out from the ship does not stop. It's keep coming out. Now, the doctor said that, according to my x-ray, the last x-ray I did, and the doctor said that the food will need to change it completely. It is total heat replacement. And then I have another ulcer on the, the same leg, which uh, they are planning to do screen grafts on it. So, um, and what, what the doctor said now is that uh, it cannot handle the surgery because uh, they cannot change the food. And the and the rasa that is in red, um, that makes uh, the, the, an infection is there. So I don't I don't really understand. So as I was first on my radio now, I hear a topic. So and I'm interested on this. That is why I said I should call because right now I was planning to go to India for this surgery. Thank you so much, Olumide, for your call. Just stay on the line. The doctor can hear you. Doctor Bosley, can you hear him? So I heard him better than the doctor. Yes, ma. Okay, so this is not my area of specialty. I am a gynecologist and obstetrician. But I know that osteomyelitis is an infection of the bone. And for it's not a, it's not very easy to treat. For a lot of people, they have exacerbation or flare up even after treatment. And then I don't know how they categorize it, but as I said, it's not my core area of expertise. But we have the people, or we can categorize it based on the anatomy or even the pathological class and other factors. So um, things like diabetes or anatomy. Um, renal or disease, chronic lymphedema, so many systemic or local factors will actually um, affect how the wound is, um, or how the infection is flaring up. Um, so, again, there's nothing wrong with the suffering the pain. If you want to go to India, I mean, even locally, you can't stop, um, I mean, second opinion. I mean, if you're not comfortable with the care. And one of the things that I think as doctors is when you feel a case is more than your capacity, you should continue to refer. 
So I'm sure that um, whatever you are in discussion with the team that is taking care of your losses, they are they are doing the best they can do for you. So if you want to keep another opinion, like I said, it's not my career or specialty. So that's all I can chime in for you. All right, thank you so much, Dr. Abosade, for your thoughts. Uh, Mr. Lumide, we sincerely appreciate you for your call um, and for the question that you asked. But would urge you to send that question or would appreciate if you send your all of your questions to 0703-1756537. This is via SMS or WhatsApp message. I'll take the number again. 0703-1756537. Your concerns, your questions, 0703-1756537. Please do well to send us an SMS or WhatsApp message so we can take it from there. Thank you so much. May God heal you. Do have an amazing day. All right. The program is Radio Doctor here at WFM 91 Fantastic 7, Nigeria's first and only radio station for women and their families. Today we are discussing menopause, the myth and the realities of menopause. Remember, you can join the discussion uh, by sending your contributions on our social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at WFM 917. You can log on to our website at www.wfm917.com to listen live from any part of the world. It's now 24 minutes to the top of the hour, 11 a.m. My name is Chinyer, Timothy Crown, and Women's Health and Radio Doctor is supported by the ACT Foundation. I have Dr. Abosede Leo uh, as my radio consultant today. All right, let's get straight to the doctor this morning. Doctor, you, you talked about pre-menopause. Um, you mentioned um, lack lack of lib is it lack of libido now? <laughs> reduced some for some women they come with reduced um, libido. Libido. So I just wanted to find out the pre when, uh, at what age does pre-menopause start? So it's peri, not pre. So okay, it's peri. Thank you for that. Okay. So there's no fixed age. Like I said, it, it varies from women to women, right? So you see some people get into menopause. So so one of the things I need to quickly chime in is something that we we, we if, if a woman becomes menopausal before 40. In fact, we call it, uh, it's one of those premature menopause or premature ovarian failure because you're not expected, all things being equal, no surgery, no malignancy, nothing that compromised your ovary that is beyond your control. You're not expected to get into menopause by 40. However, 40 is perimenopause. Remember I told you that perimenopause is about five to 10 years before a woman gets into menopause. Right, right. So for a lot of women, you find that, I mean, for a woman that's probably going to enter menopause at maybe 48, because it's a, retro, it's a retrospective diagnosis. You can't diagnose it forward. You can't say, okay, by 50, I'll be menopausal. Mm -mm. It's when it has happened, you know that, okay, by 50, I was, was when I became menopausal. So it's an age range. And you see women, different categories. Some people become menopausal at 47, some at 49, some at 54, some at 51. But when an average is taken, it says, and it says that most Nigerian women uh, become menopausal around 48. Now, if we say perimenopause is five to 10 years before that, if I'm going to be at menopause by 48, it's possible that my I will start feeling those perimenopause from 38, 39, 40. Now, remember, it's a range. Nobody fits into any stereotype, um, typically. And I know what led to the question is loss of libido. Remember that not all features of menopause will be present in every woman. So for some women, for, for some women rather, it is not even the loss of libido they come with. Some is the sleeplessness. Some is the irritability. Some is, uh, uh, I mean, bone pain or joint pains. So it can, it can manifest in, in, in different ways. There are some women that even menopause may not affect their libido. But it's one of those things that you find that for some women, 
it, it's a problem. And I also like to tell women about the psychological impact of menopause. So while we know that women can lose interest in, in sexual relationship or become stressed, become insomnic, it's also realized that a woman's 40s also comes with a lot of social responsibility. They may have older children to take care of them, they may be taking care of their parents. All of this contributes to some of the feelings that or symptoms that they begin to manifest it. And it's not like we should lay everything at the feet of it's either menopause or, or nothing. So, I mean, I don't know if that answers you, uh, your question on the age, but it's not fixed, it's just a range. So you find out that if you ask you, this one will say, well, I started feeling this symptom at 44, this one will say, you're lucky, man, I started at 39. So it, it can start at different age um, groups for different women. Absolutely, that answers my question, but I'll choose to put all of my symptoms at the feet of menopause. I'm already <laughs> <laughs> okay. So much, uh, Dr. Abosade. You are listening to Women Radio 91.7, and this is Nigeria's first radio and only station for women. The program is Radio Doctor. I have Dr. Abosade here, and we are talking about menopause. All of the questions that you have, the questions, concerns you have about menopause, and you love to ask, do well to call us at 07000 917 917. Send us an SMS or WhatsApp message to 0703. 1756537. Remember, if your concern is um, a bit away from what we're talking about, still call us and tell us what it is. We are here to serve you at WFM 917 with the program Radio Doctor. Now, some of the uh, some of the responses that you gave, uh, Dr. Abosade, already answered the question I wanted to ask, which is the symptoms of menopause. And you have uh, expatiated on how important it is for us to know that. I mean, it varies from person to person and it's not cast in stone to say, okay, so this, if you get menopause, this is how it's going to play out. It's, you know, people have different um, experiences in terms of menopause. I'll just go straight to take this call now before we continue uh, talking. Hello. Hello. Volume of a listening device. Yeah, uh, I Patricia, for your call. Can you stay on the line? Dr. Uh, Abosade, can you hear her? So I heard a bit of what she said. I didn't hear the age, but she said she had hypertension. She's 60. Maria, 60, right, Patricia? Yeah, yeah she's 60. Oh, you're a very young woman. So, yes, so one of the impacts of menopause is that women are at risk of a lot of cardiovascular um, metabolic disorders. So we find that a lot of women in menopause, menopause is associated with increasing weight, you get things like obesity, um, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, even fatty liver, you get things like liver disease, non alcoholic or metabolic associated sort of fatty liver disease. And this is because of the central role that this produce plays in, ma in maintaining 
the metabolic status of women. So these things are actually quite common in women that are menopausal. And remember that in, in addition to the period ending is the fact that the woman is also going older as well. So all of these together also increases the risk. So it's possible that maybe when you were younger, there was no hypertension, there was no diabetes. But once you cross the to the postmenopausal side and you're getting older, there are the, there is increased incidence of all these medical conditions. So it could have contributed to it. Thank you so much, Dr. Abosode. Um, we she was on the line. Patricia was on the line, but we lost her. Patricia, I, I'm sure you heard Dr. Abosode. Uh, you know her her submission on the question that you asked. And I hope she I, and I hope she's seen um, um, I hope she's seen a medical um, practitioner as well to follow up on all those metabolic disorders because one of the things I'm always concerned about about women is it seems that what brings us to the hospital setting is that trying to regularize our period trying to get pregnant or trying to have babies but there is more to our health beyond that and menopause itself comes with its own specific features where. If a woman starts from even perimenopause or menopause or early postmenopause, she may be able to improve her quality of life. She may be able to treat a lot of all these medical conditions that um, uh, excellent caller just mentioned happen. So it's not enough that I'm not physically ill. Being well is not just not having, I mean, it's, it's, it's not just absence of all those um, diseases, but being fully optimized um, as a woman of that age. Right. Thank you so much, Doctor. Okay, so um, keep the calls coming. I, I wanted to take this call, but we lost it. Keep the calls call, coming in on 07,917917, Patricia, I hope that the doctor answered your question. If you need more clarity, if you have more questions, do well send us an SMS or WhatsApp message to 0703 0703-1756537. Thank you so much, Patricia, for your time, for finding time to call us. Remember that Women's Health on Radio Doctor is supported by ACT Foundation. All right, I'll go straight to the doctor now. Even though Patricia has helped me to answer, uh, to ask the question, how does men menopause affect a woman's general well-being? And, uh, you know, if menopause does increase the risk of other illnesses, but I'll still allow the doctor to speak, uh, to speak a bit on that. Okay, so... Um... How it affects a woman's well-being is actually multifactorial. So, you know, we've talked about the common one, which is, okay, she's not seeing her period again. For a lot of women, it's seeing the period is actually, we're actually kind of psychologically attached to it. So we found that for a lot of women, when they don't see their period again, there's a feeling of, oh, I'm incomplete, I'm no longer a woman. In fact, I'll, I'll have you know that in some culture, Including ours, when a woman enters menopause, their husband stop having sexual intercourse with them because they believe that there's a school of thought that believe that they are now like men in quotes, so they can't sleep with them anymore. Some believe that it will sap their energy so they cannot sleep with them anymore. So for a lot of women, seeing their menopause um, also indicates the end of a particular kind of marriage they have. So we've seen cases where because a woman is menopausal, their husband can actually pick another wife because that happens. Now, in some cultures, a woman being menopausal is celebrated. Some believe that when a woman stops seeing her period is when she can become a chief, is when she can begin to sit at the table of men. So you hear all these things and all the impact they have on, on, on women's life. Now, the other part is, uh, what kind of quality of life are we talking about? Women that used to uh, not have pain or used to 
some start bruising, even having some sort of spotting, sort of discomfort when they are meeting with their partner. So this can also cause a bit of marital um, rancor. And then we're not talking about the ones that have to do with not sleeping well, being more irritable, um, joint pain, hot flushes, all those things. And then look at the metabolic component that um, our previous scholar talked about. Hypertension starts to set in. If they are, they are, they are fortunate that the kind of couple or woman that does check up, we find that my lipid is going, that's cholesterol. Uh, my sugar is not well controlled. What's, what's responsible for all of this? So this could be some of the symptoms that a woman can be thrown into um, or life events that a woman can be thrown into um, in menopause. And then finally, for women that have started their families very early, they find that menopause also coincides into with when their children leave the house. So there's also the empty nest syndrome where they are missing being a mother actively with their children. Their children have gone to colleges or some of them are married, so they are no longer um, at home. Another thing that can be a problem in terms of family size is for women that have been trying to conceive for very, a very long time. Menopause is also a challenging time for them because they are also aware that as this period has ceased, their chance of sort of continuously having their own families have also significantly reduced. Right. So I'll go with the latter, Dr. Abosede. You talked about cultures that underpin um, a woman being celebrated when she stops her, her period. I think th those cultures deserve some beer from me. Really. <laughs> yeah, we, we do have we, we do have quite a few. In fact, that's when they give some people chieftaincy title. Sometimes when they, they sort of become ranked equal with their male counterparts, either at birth, maybe their children, or um, well, maybe they are ranked at birth, uh, sorry, with their husbands, with their siblings. In fact, or they are not able to become chiefs. We have, we have quite a few of them in some African countries. Right. Thank you so much for your thoughts. It's now 12 minutes to the top of the hour, uh, 11 a.m. And we're having quite a very interesting conversation here with Dr. Abosa Dileo. We're looking at menopause, the myth, and the realities. Do well to call us on 07000. 917917. The program is Radio Doctor. It is Nigeria's first free and only consultation program where we bring doctors your way here to attend to all of your health concerns. Now, if you have been listening to the program Radio Doctor, do well to call us and send us an SMS. I'll take this call. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning, Thank <laughs> you. 
Grandpa, we sincerely appreciate you and we love you here at WFM 917. Have a great day, Grandpa. All right, the program. I didn't hear what he said. Like, like please, if you can walk me through, if you heard it, be better than me. Oh, yes, Dr. Abosi, the grandpa is one of our avid um, listeners here on WFM. So he just called to pray for us and to say that the program is really, really uh, impactful. That's fantastic. Yes, all right. So this is WFM 91 Fantastic 7. It is Nigeria's first radio station for women and their families. The program is Radio Doctor here. And we are talking about menopause. I have Dr. Abosidi Leo. Uh, she is a, a medical director. And we are looking at the impact and, you know, the meaning of menopause, how we can impact a woman's health. I mean, I've learned a lot myself. And I'd, I'd love to ask you for want of time, Dr. Abosidi, let's look at what therapies can be used to, you know, to... Does it even have a cure? <laughs> well, for for you for, for you to see that it, for you to ask him he has a cure is to see say that it is a disease, but actually it's a phase of life. However, there are things we can use or we can do to modify how we gracefully transition into into menopause. So, for a woman, if you you say lifestyle. So we've already talked about the impact of estrogen on women's bones and joints. So for women, consistently, we have to be watchful of our weight because even without menopause, weight bearing has impact on the joints, the bones. So we want to make sure that we're consistently fit, um, watching our weight so that it doesn't get too much. We control what we eat, uh, we build up our proteins, uh, we use alcohol. We also, you know, we don't talk about supplements enough. And you know, a lot of attention has been given to functional medicine, not just medications, where people talk about what are the supplementations that can help a woman that is perimenopause or there is menopause or well, multivitamins, um, exercise, um, I mean, doing things to help you relax. Also, um, for some people, they need, um, what's it called? Issues, some that have issues because some, so there's one symptom I wanted to mention that's keep my mind since, which is that for some women, menopause comes with incontinence, that's urinary incontinence. For so, so this can you find that you can't control your bladder as well as you used to control it before. So, this kind of women benefit from bladder training, physiotherapy, um, just anything to kind of reverse or improve the symptoms, whatever you're presenting with. Now, another thing that helps women in, in management for menopause is for some people, all these non interventions or all these lifestyle medications don't help. They actually need to have hormone replacement therapy. But this cannot be done off the counter. So, for a woman that is having pain and discomfort when she's meeting with her husband, she'll benefit from, from lubrication. Even for some women that have incontinence, they benefit from some sort of hormonal therapy so that they can hold their urine better. For some working weight loss, weight management, exercise, sometimes not even weight loss, just to stay fit, continuously exercising your joints moderately. Now, for some, the, the, the symptoms are so bad, even for people who have insomnia, they can't sleep. Some people, they eat flush so bad that they have to replace the hormonal therapy uh, until their body becomes uh, more comfortable with that. But one other important factor is for people around you to understand what you're also going through and not to, in quotes, so people say she's, she's, she's not behaving like a witch. I've heard that so many times. Like she's not her normal self. Yeah. Is to understand that this is a very difficult journey for some women. And 
having support around. I, I've seen people that have said, oh, my wife didn't used to like AC, but once she just entered menopause, I had to put AC everywhere in the house so that she can be more comfortable. Yeah. Some people have sort of helped their partners, finding even teas, finding exercise activities that help to improve their pattern. If you are, if you're about to work or look exercise as a couple, you go together. You encourage the woman, even as your parent or spouse, whatever relationship you have, is to understand that some of these changes. And also, lesser uh, thing is to um, there's one myth that I need to correct quickly because it's a very amazing platform to create. So women have entered menopause for two, three, four years, and then suddenly they start bleeding, unprovoked bleeding or some start bleeding after meeting with their partners please please if you're a woman that has been menopausal and then suddenly you feel contact it is not return to fertility we have seen this a lot of times all right we bring that in sometimes it could be a warning that something abnormal is going on in your womb the neck of your womb or your vagina thank you that is menopausal and suddenly bleeding starts again please care immediately Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Abosede. I mean, time is of the essence. Thank you so much for today's free consultation and advice on menopause, myth, and reality. Dr. Abosede Leo is Chief Medical Director, ORB Women's Clinic. We sincerely appreciate you. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening. The program was produced by Esther Alaribi and the executive producer, Tom Kiwale. We say thank you so much for listening. Your calls and your messages. See you next uh, tomorrow again for another interesting edition of the program. Bye-bye. WFM 91.7.